welcome to another edition of the Power of Fitness with Jack Nine, uh, live here on Toxfree Radio Network. Had a little couple difficulties in there in the beginning, and we got that all straightened out. Uh, occasionally that happens. Well, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? How's it going, Jack? Good, how are you? Good, man. Good, 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 good. Had a good uh, week uh, since last time? Yep. Yeah, you, I understand you just got back from a little trip, huh? Yeah, I just did the ahead of the Charles uh, rowing event over the weekend. Um, it's the largest of the largest rowing race of the world in the world um, down up the or down the Charles River, and uh, we got fourth um, by out of twenty five at twenty five boats at um, and we were a half a second out of third place. So it was a brutal, um, <laughs> brutal outcome. Uh, the guys that beat us were um, three of the four guys that beat us that set the record. They could say they set the course record. They came first. Um, were from the British uh, four, and they were four-time gold medalists uh, previously. And then uh, the other guys that went, and the, the guys that came second were Canadian national team, and then the guys that came third were uh, current Olympians from 2012 all the way down to, to 1992 Olympians because it was an average 40 boat. Yeah. Um, so I guess it was a good race, but yeah. <laughs> bummer. It was a bummer. Kind of down. <laughs> but, uh, you know, out of, compared to the number of boats uh, that were in the, in the race, you guys were uh, way up there. Yeah, a little bit. So it was, uh, it was a good course. It was a great day and good weather, and it, it, was, uh, it was fun. Good. So uh, one of the big stories that uh, occurred this week, uh, last week, this week, uh, since we were last on the air, is the whole uh, Lance Armstrong thing, huh? with the, being stripped of the gold uh, Tour de France medals and uh, all the doping charges and things. Yeah, actually, you're about to say Olympic. He did. He did actually win an Olympic bronze medal. I don't know if people knew that back I in didn't know uh, that. 2000. He's also stripped of that. Really? Um, everything um, from when he started. I believe since 1999 or something like that so he's um you know he's dropped from 24 hour fitness he's had he has six clubs in texas that were dubbed lance armstrong sport uh 24 hour fitness clubs he's dropped from them he's dropped from nike Trek. um dropped from trek is that it yeah, yeah. it's another one recent one so people have been asking me um recently obviously what are your thoughts you know i'm not a cyclist but um, I do cross train a lot in cycling, um, and Lance Armstrong is an idol of mine. Uh, he still is. Um, you, you can't even if you know you're doing drugs, and it's still you know his his fight for you know everyone's on drugs when they're when they're battling cancer, <laughs> you know so. To go through cancer, to win tour to final care, what you you know, it's still hard to yeah. do that. And people got to realize that um, you can't just take steroids and just be good at anything, um, or or blood testing, blood doping. Um, and my whole thing is, uh, my whole rebuttal is is my answer is that to people who you know are disappointed. Yeah, I'm disappointed as well. However. Um, the fact is they still have not physically tested positive. He still hasn't tested positive for any of these accusations. So in my mind, unless the USADA gets better at, at drug testing, um, these newer you know, types of drug tests, 
or these newer types of doping, yeah. then in my mind, I mean, unless you have hard proof, you know, yeah, I could go off of, I could, I could say he did it all day long and sign an affidavit just like his 11 teammates did because they were threatened that, oh, unless you want to, unless you want to be investigated, you better, t you better sign this piece of paper and say he did it. So in my mind, that's, that's very loose, you know. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, and it doesn't help. It doesn't help that you know the whole sport's riddled with with drugs. Um, well, that's one of the questions uh, we discuss uh, with some friends of mine uh, about that because if if the whole sport is, uh, and they basically said that it's it's been a long time thing in, in the cycling world, and it's one of those situations where <clears throat> I know some people said like the you know all of football is riddled with it, but. You know, the majority of the players weren't using uh, um, performance-enhancing drugs. But apparently, the majority of the people that are participating in a lot of these cycling events do. So, my question is, is it the playing field level? Uh, if, if, in fact, he is taking them, if everybody else is taking them? Even though they say, you know, they don't want it in the sport, I understand that. Uh, but, well, like you mentioned a second ago, the fact that he has not tested positive for any of these tests... Um, previously, um, the question is, is you know, and I think Peter gave the example: if the pitcher's doing steroids and the batter's doing steroids, is it an equal, is it <laughs> an equal playing field? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and I agree with that sort. I mean, as far as being equal, but I do think, I think that USADA needs to get or whatever government agency because I've been drug tested before because I was in the national team and I know I know the procedure, I know the protocols, what they do at least. Ten years ago, I knew uh, what they were doing, and even five years ago, because I was still being drug tested for a while, um, even though I wasn't competing. But um, and I know the whole procedure and stuff. But they, the actual test, they need to get better at, at you know, no, somehow at at at, um, at, at getting these guys because I do think it's important, you know, yeah. and. You can't just do the. I mean, you got to adapt, adapt to survive, adapt to, you know, because otherwise it's going to keep getting just rampant. I mean, it's going to keep going the way it's going, and no one, you know, unless they step step down and say, "Hey, listen." And it's funny because I bring up uh, the fact, you know, that when my dad was training in 1968, he knew he knew that the East Germans were doing steroids. Everyone knew. But they didn't have any drug testing in place right. back then. So until Ben Johnson, right, in 1988, he's Canadian, Canadian, yeah. um, got tested uh, and was stripped of his medal, um, way behind the ball. I mean, the athletes were doing drugs 20 years before that. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like... Well, they didn't test positive either because there wasn't, there were no tests. And now that Lance Armstrong has been tested but not positive, that's the same kind of thing in my mind. Right. And so, unless these tests get better, sorry, but these affidavits, you can throw them out the window. You can, you know, for all I care, you can, I can take a bath with them and, you know, be worthless, really. I mean, I don't care what kind of detailed, I mean, Unless maybe I read the whole, what do they say, a thousand pages? Yeah. Of, I mean, I can make up fiction, too, you know, stories and stuff. 
Um, and it's probably detailed. They have these guys saying it, but th then again, it's like you have people saying it, but you have no no hard evidence. Well, you know, the thing is, I was listening to a, a, another uh, talk sports show, and uh, now I haven't read anything. But one of the things they were saying was one of the one of the teammates testified that they saw Lance in injection using injections, yeah. and like the one person says, well, I I give myself B twelve shots. Um, because you because you were using a performance enhancing drug, and you saw somebody else using injecting themselves, do you know for for a fact what it is that they're injecting? Right. So uh, <clears throat> that also brings a question because you've been in a lot of team sports. Um, the uh, the thing some of the, some of the talk has been about there used to be this team teammates stuck by teammates. Uh, type of thing and it seems like a lot of his teammates are coming out of the woodworks I don't know how many people he's been teaming with over the years especially with the, uh, the US Postal team I think those are the ones that are talking and I don't know how many people are on a team but they you know, they say they have 11 people that, that are 11 or 14 people that have signed affidavits against them is that a large number comparatively or do you know mm, in cycling I'm not sure I know yeah it is a large number for sure 11 but, you know, here again, it is a big, you're bringing down an icon, you need a big number to do that. And, uh, but then again, it's like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, it's not the fact that I'm trying to defend him, it's just the principle. Right. That's all I'm saying, is like, he is an icon, he's my idol, I look up to him. I'm not necessarily trying to defend him. I've been drug tested before, I know the procedures, I know the protocol, in my own opinion. I also have teammates that came from the Canadian national team, the cycling team, that came to rowing um, in, in college. I talk about him a lot, Jake, this guy Jake Wetzel, that went to rowing to get away from cycling because he said it was riddled with drugs. Yeah. Everyone's doing it, the whole team. And I was, really? Uh, yes, everyone. So, uh, you know, based off of that testimony on a Canadian national team, cycling team, I think that, yeah, okay, Cycling is riddled pretty much based off that. I could say that, yeah, I mean, for someone to switch sports, I mean, that's pretty major, you know? Yeah. Um, but the fact is, the principle is that he still hasn't been tested positive from one of these drug tests. And that's my, you know, like, that's well, pretty that's, major. It's that's like everything. <laughs> I mean, it's like he said, she said, but really, until you have a hard proof, um, then I'm sorry, but you know it's because I'm going to go back to the '60s. Everyone knew the Europeans, you know, the, the East Germans, especially the communist countries. Who who knows what the hell they're doing in those Eastern blocks? Yeah. You know, I mean, they were injecting horses and doing all sorts of crazy scientific study, you know, tests and stuff. But no one talks about that. You know, I just know in rowing, and who really cares about our sport? But my dad knew that you know these guys were showing up freakishly yeah. you know and um, doing all sorts of tests in the 60s and they couldn't do anything about it so well, that's, you, know. Yeah, I, you know I, I agree with you that one thing is, 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 as I've always said is you know they put things in place they put these tests in place and then you t you get tested and either you pass or fail um, and as far as I've known from what I've heard he has yet to fail a test mm -hmm. and so for, to me that's and I always find it interesting that they've, they've been going after him so hard for so long. Um, 
it's almost some type of seems like some type of vendetta uh, because I don't hear them going after. There's a lot of named people in cycling, especially if you're into into the sport. And I just don't see the reports. Maybe they are. I don't see the reports. Well, it's just such a big name. I mean, seven you know seven Tour de France wins in a row. You're going after the biggest cyclist, one of the biggest icons in history. So, and the fact, yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned earlier about something um, that oh, why is he fight this more? And the fact is, in the paper today, they're saying that he's been fighting it since 2005. Yeah. So for everyone out there that's saying oh, why is he fight it like he's trying? You know, this is not. This isn't, you know, yeah, it is actually. He's been fighting for seven years. So the fact is that, you know, and he called, he's been saying witch hunt, witch hunt, you know, is his phrase because they're going after him like that. I mean, they're, you know, but yet they just, I think that the hardest part is that they're overcoming the actual positive drug tests. Like, oh, but we have these people saying you did it. Yeah. Well, I I think that's why part of why the the statement that I, I read from him yesterday was the reason he dropped it is because he can't win it and not that he can't win it on its merits the fact that they are coming after him so much so often and so large that nothing nothing that he can respond with will ever be accepted they've right. already they've already formed their conclusions and they're just going to keep throwing that throwing that throwing that at him so you know um you know like i said if he, if he you know whatever i'm not out here to defend him uh, but once again, I, I do kind of find that if we, uh, you can't keep changing the rules. Um, you, know, and you, you can't, if you do change the rules, people have to play by those rules, but you, I don't believe in retroactive stuff. And the fact that, as far as I can tell, he's never failed a test, so it's kind of a, it's a unique situation. And I think you could, you could based on the, that criteria, you could probably strip a whole lot of teams uh, and, and individual athletes of all sorts of sports and you know Olympians and whatnot going back you know doing things now and going back years and years and years and, and still without having anything positive to show for it so yeah yeah it's, it's definitely a difficult situation and I, I mean it's it is a sad day for for cycling and all it's kind of like yeah, it's, you know, they might be celebrating somewhere, I, I don't some you know, in Europe or somewhere or whatever, but, you know, all in all, it's pretty sad that, you know, we're going after, it just shouldn't get to that point, I, I don't know, it's just, it's very, it's, you, you have these hopes, and then what is it, like, you know, everyone's, you know, doing stuff, and it's like, where, what's the real, where's the real story, so. Well, you know, it, it really, uh, one of the other things that I found interesting is, is uh, the fact that like I said, if it, let's, let's go on the assumption that we, we still, as far as we know, there's no proof, and with no proof, basically say he hasn't done it. You take a they okay, they strip him of all his cycling stuff, but they re, you really turn down all the other things he's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you talk about Livestrong, uh, that's got a shadow hanging over it. He had to step down from that. Um, I know that he was in Austin. They have a, a bike trail that he help get developed or something that's named after him. Uh, just the, the influx of the whole biking uh, industry here in the U.S., you know, he had a great deal to do with that. And, and you know, and uh, you know, the cancer awareness. There's just so many, so many other things he's done beyond the actual competitiveness of, of cycling that now is all 
tainted right. in, such, in such a way. Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely, that's, I think that's why it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to take in and, and everything, but it's, um, you know, basically, it's a mess. It's got to be a message more so than it is to Lance, but to the governing body that to USADA, to uh, UC at the UCI or whatever that they need to get their act. They need to get they need to get better direct better. You know, and they were saying that in the paper they were talking about how. What what's the answer? What do we do? Do we follow these guys around twenty four seven? Do we chaperone them? What's the answer? I'm like, figure it out. Like fast. <laughs> like do something. Um, do more than you're doing now, because right now, if it was still, if they're still doing what they're doing when I was around, it is pretty strict. It is pretty, you know, cra- it's pretty crazy. I mean, they they do things. You're like, really? Yeah, and you gotta, you know urine tests, all this stuff, and they show up to your door, and they, you know, all these rules are in place, you have to know, they have to know where you're going to be for the next four months, but maybe it should be the next month, you know, I mean, it should be month to month, there, you know, I mean, there should be a tighter clamp on it, um, in order to control, especially cycling, you know, if it's so rampant and so crazy that they say cycling is, then it should be a tighter, it should be tighter in that in that respect not to all different sports but now the action needs to be taken you know don't don't look at the individual look at the governing body because they're enabling this to happen right because it's so easy you know and so you know if it's so easy that's a problem you know and uh, and then and then people get hurt and you have a guy that's testing positive and then you're saying oh well and it's, it's really scary it's scary you yeah, know. because well, you know, you get you get the guys who are testing positive, and then you know, they then go off to the guys who haven't been testing positive. It's really a, a, a I think a unique situation. And one of the things I I, I wonder about, um, you know, I've heard that Lance is, was one of the first guys to, to pr- take pretty much ownership of everything about his competitive, uh, you know, whether it's whether it's not. Uh, Getting with the bike companies and really tweaking the technology, uh, you know, changing the type of jerseys he's wearing, changing the way he trained, um, you know, utilizing a lot of science behind the sport. And you know, some of some of the comments that I've seen or something that just that just that fact alone kind of pissed off a lot of people in, in the in the, in the cycling sport because he was uh, he was doing things and learning things um, and. And utilizing certain technologies that was just making him a lot much more consistent, and, uh, and like we talked about last week, some people were talked about they would um, they would uh, get in shape as the competition, you know, began because a lot of these competitions, like the Tour de France, is over a course of time, mm-hmm. where he was more of a person who would try to stay in shape and do a lot of training rides, uh, you know, comp- competitive training rides leading up to the Tour de France, where you know back in I guess old days guys would be partying in Ibiza the week right. before the before the competition so um, I understand that in some of the things I've read and been told that just his whole mentality about how he approached the sport kind of pissed off a lot of people from the old school mindset so I wonder if this has been a long going thing uh, and this is just a thing that they've ever been able to just oh I'm sure you know, you know and you know yeah it's gonna be the French I mean you can't I mean 
imagine. I mean, U.S. guy coming over there and winning every every year. Yeah. And um, you know, they, and uh, I know they've been after him for years, and a lot of other um, European agencies. And then I even heard, uh, you know, a blood test being tampered with, and different laboratories and stuff like that. As far as like putting stuff in it to make them be te- test positive, yeah. you know. Um, it just needs to be governed better and, you know, do do more. I mean, set better, more restrictions like that. Banning someone for life, that's pretty major. I mean, after you get, you know, caught up with like, and then they do that in cycling. Um, but how about we do preventative things instead of the guillotine later, you know? Yeah. How about we try and help these athletes understand don't do this, you know, and instead of just saying you're done, you know, I mean, that's, that's a big penalty at the end, but how about we try and govern it better, um, and test better and find better technologies to, and just better ways to, you know. One of the things I don't understand is, uh, you know, we're talking about a very specific governing body, um, but a lot of these athletes compete in competitions that are governed by other bodies and they've been tested in those competitions too. Is there one governing body that handles all of the testing? Or are they being tested by a variety of different No, places? they're being tested by a variety. I believe, you know, USADA is the the American um, United States anti-doping agency. And then there's UCI, which uh, I forget what that stands for. Um, but there's different ones for different countries. So, um, USADA is what I was tested by when I was training, and when I was training, they had me do, they I averaged a urine test every month or so, um, every four months I would have to tell them where I was going to be, and if um, they called and I answered, there, there was like this way that they would talk to you and find out where you were in order to locate you for the drug test. In the paper, they were talking about how drug testers would show up to the door and they would all run and hide. Yeah. Um, now, it's not ju- it's not that easy. Um, you can do that, but they'll come back the next day. You might be able to delay it a day, but is that going to help you? Maybe with, that's the thing. With current technology, with current drug testing, yeah. maybe they have ways of saying they can get it out of your system faster or... You know, I think they were saying that in the paper or, or doctors or whatever. Well, have something where if you if they show up and you're not there, then that's that's a mark, you know, or something. That's you can't, you know, you can't escape it, you right. know. And um, I mean, that's pretty drastic. But have something to to clamp it down more. And um, I know that. Uh, one time they called my mom, my parents, and they said, "Where's your son?" And uh, my mom was like, "Who is this?" And you know, and they're like, "We're not allowed to tell you." <laughs> my mom's like, "I'm not telling you where my son is," you know? and because they can't tell her because they it's Usada, you know what I mean? They can't give that away. It's like this whole dueling, like we're trying right. to find out where your son was without. So she didn't tell him, and then a day later, they called. They they got a hold of me. So I think it's like a couple call. Anyways, it's pretty pretty strict. I mean, and uh, they got in touch with me, and they showed up, and they're like, 
um, they mentioned, they're like, oh, it's lucky your mom didn't tell us where you were, because if she did, and then you weren't at that place where she said you were, then that would be a failed drug test. And I was really? like, well, how did, yeah. So, like, if she thinks you're at the, let's say she thinks you're at Macy's or something. Yeah. And she says he's at Macy's. Uh-huh. And you've since walked out of Macy's and now you're down at Foot Locker. Yep. It's a failed drug it's test? failed, yeah. Really? It's failed, yeah. Wow. So, it's pretty hardcore like that. So, you know, if a friend or your parents don't like you very much, <laughs> aren't you smart, they can uh, really F with you, you know, mess with your uh, system. But, um, and one of my teammates actually got tested positive for that, too. Um Back in the day, he got he got a failed drug test, but you know it didn't really matter because it was a fluke like that, and they, you're allowed one or two or whatever. Um, but they, he got you know it was pretty substantial. I mean they, but it was something like that, and um, so I was like, well, how did you ask my mom? You know, like he's like, oh well, we just asked her where you were, and and then and and, uh, and she he they're like oh yeah she, you know she's pretty smart not telling us I'm like well yeah no. if you didn't say who you were or anything then exactly. there's no way you know yeah. think about it <laughs> the guy was like you'd be surprised I'm like well that sucks for all <laughs> yeah. that would work in our household <laughs> yeah. wow that was a quick half hour <laughs> yeah exactly uh, Jack so uh, tell everybody about the, where the, the Wood Powerhouse Fitness is and how they can find find you and uh and your blog and things like that before we get out of here. Um, yeah, you can find me online, powerhousefit.com, um, and also on Facebook, Powerhouse Fitness, um, and Twitter, uh, Powerhouse Fit. Fit. Yeah, and um, you can email me, powerhousefit at gmail, and uh, we're located, we have two locations in Long Beach. We do have yoga now, we have, you know, Zumba boot camp, uh, the Evo cycling, and indoor rowing, of course, indoor rowing classes. So lots of programs, lots of ways to burn calories, and um, you know, lots of fun ways to train. So, and that's um, it's, it's yeah, come on down. <laughs> Very cool. Well, you've been listening to the Power of Fitness with Jack Nunn right here at Talk Story Radio Network. This show and every one of the shows are archived on the site. You can always uh, go there and download them or listen to them again. Uh, and this one will be up. Uh, within a few hours they're usually, they're usually up within a few hours so uh, if you miss part of the show you want to check it out just uh, come back to power uh, come back to talkstarradio.net and uh, go right to the archives and then uh, you can check it out until uh, next week another edition of power the power of fitness with uh, jack nunn we'll see you again soon <laughs>